We're live. So grandma's still alive, huh? She is still alive. Sorry for the delay. That's too bad. <laughs> yeah. Real shame. A lot of people would be happy if I had to do this alone. I'm surprised by that. But we got another uh, another threat sent in on Patreon. Oh, to cancel? Patreon.com slash boy. They said, listen, if you have this fuckhead on again, I'm out. I'm trying to I had you back. Look, go look at the responses. I had you back. If you want to no. see my kind of... I said, fuck you, pal. <laughs> no, I was like, no, I get it, but... That much hatred. <laughs> I don't know what I say. Um, yeah, I don't. I, that that that's the weird thing to me is uh, the people that viscerally hate. If they like, if if they say like, "Hey, this guy's no good," I'm like, "Believe me, I understand." But <laughs> the hatred is what I really don't get. People yeah, don't I like don't, you. I don't take particular uh, you know hard stances on very much, and when I do, I feel like I try to have well thought out plans. Well, they call you a proud boy in the comments. Yeah, that. that Let's go to Patreon.com/slash/blindmike and call Craig a proud boy. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> we have all the fun we have back here. <laughs> yeah, Mike and Matt get, uh, or Mike is way worse. He got it pretty good from the comments. <laughs> on, uh, <laughs> on very good. Sh- I'll be doing very good show this week, by the way. Yes, excellent. The free version, all you folks. Yes, oh, See very exciting. So, do you guys have? Is there? Uh, do you guys get people reaching out to you saying like, "I hate one of you"? Or are you not um, that stage yet? Mike's gotten a few of them. Okay. But not really. I'm, su- I'm very surprised by that. I enjoy Mike. He seems like a good egg. Yeah. It's it's when uh, it's normally when he will go off on like a coyote story as we've brought ah, yes. up. Or just, a a joke, or just a joke that just doesn't even come close to landing. And they're like, why would he even say that out loud? He should have known. So, uh, yeah, Craig's, uh, Craig's grandma croaked this morning. <laughs> it's very sad. Yeah, she's meeting, and he's me. doing the podcast. That's my favorite image. I know I've brought this up a few times, but my favorite is Craig dealing with his real life family while I'm texting him about this show. <laughs> well, because I, I don't I, even really we don't really know each other, so your family certainly has no idea who I am. So, uh, dad, Craig, Craig's uh, Craig's grandmother had a, a a medical issue. Hope everything's all right. Mm. But he texts me and says, "I'm like, is that the fuck?" I'm waiting. Are we doing the podcast? And he goes, yeah, my, I think my grandmother just had a heart attack. Hold on five minutes. <laughs> like, oh, all right. <laughs> I made a phone call. Everything's good. And it's not like I could go see her because of COVID anyways. That right. Was, those were my questions. And they're like, yeah. nah, just stay where you are. And I was like, all right, I'll go record a podcast. When's the last time you saw her? Uh, last month. Okay. So do you, you don't think you killed her? No. no. Okay, good. Well, thank I you. Got past, I got past that. I talked to her like two days ago, though. Um, I was thinking, uh, I, I don't know why this guy popped into my mind the other day, but um, one of the one of the instructors at the uh, the the blind program that I went to, Ed was his name. Very good guy. Uh, couldn't have been less than 105 years old, but a uh, very nice guy. And he worked there for 50 years. A long time. He's been he's been working with blind kids for or blind adults, I guess, for 50 years. And for whatever reason, I was thinking the other day, like, is that a guy's funeral or wake that I, I said, I definitely wouldn't go to the funeral, but I go to his wake. You know what I mean? Cause like we had, we bonded over a few month period, but like what I, I don't know, is that a wake that I would go to? And then that led me to the thought of like, uh, oh, well the family would be like, who's, who's this blind guy? And then it dawned on me. Oh no, no, they wouldn't. He worked at a, a, a blind school essentially. And then the thought of a line of blind people <laughs> with their dogs and canes bumping into each other. 50 years worth of blind people at this guy's wake <laughs> was a fun image to me. <laughs> well, if you kept your mouth shut, they probably wouldn't even know you were there. Right. So You, I, you think I his know. family is blind as well. You think he only associates with blind people. Oh, the family. That's right. Yeah. yeah maybe, <laughs> Other maybe, people in his life. <laughs> yeah, maybe it is genetic and it passed down to them. Perhaps. <laughs> Well, he's not blind. He was one of the few sighted people there. Oh, well, if he meant a lot to you, you go, right? Yeah, I mean, he meant a lot to me in the moment. He was very, you know, he he, he uh, helped me out in a hard time. And then like a month later, I'm like, oh, would I go to that fucking thing? Look at big time yeah. and Mike over here. Not exactly. Going- <laughs> exactly. <laughs> a guy How would you with- want, uh, I think about that a lot. How would you want any special um, festivities at your funeral? I just would, yeah, just have it like a, at a, I don't want to be at a funeral home because that just automatically makes it depressing. Yeah. 
Like go to rent out a hall and just, or like a field and just have a barbecue and just have fun. Don't even talk about me. Just pretend. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I won't have to worry about that in mind. They won't. <laughs> we got to get, get this fucking thing over with. <laughs> no, I've said I want to, I've told Alba she's vehemently against this, but I want, um, you, know, you know, the line that you wait in at the wake and then you get, so it's very somber. You have to kneel in front of the dead body for some reason. We have that yeah. sick tradition. Yeah. I want to be like, rather than laid down in a casket, I want to be propped up for photographs. Yeah. I think that would be fun. You prop your arm up so they can like get into it. Ah, one mm-hmm. last one. You know, he never liked photographs while he was alive. <laughs> <laughs> this, they can fix your, your, your look at the camera. This would be the first time you've actually looked directly in the camera. Yeah. I could be posed like I'm giving you the business. Ah, this, this bastard. <laughs> this son of a gun. I, I want like a... I want to be set up like a jack-in-the-box. It's a closed casket. <laughs> they go to Neil, and then I just pop up like... <laughs> that would be fun to have wacky pranks like that at your funeral. I like that idea. Yeah. Because why? Why does it have to be, especially, like, you know, how old your grandmother? 85. Yeah, so we expected this one for a while, right? I just said right before I came in here, I go, 85 is a pretty good run not having a heart attack. She's lived a life. Yeah. You know, it's all it's, over now. Yeah. It's all downhill from here. Half half <laughs> the half the family like, hates each other anyways. We were at uh we were at my parents' house. It must have been around Thanksgiving or when whenever uh Maradona died, the soccer player. Mm. And um a couple months ago. <laughs> yeah, a couple yeah. months ago. And uh Alba was looking at her phone, she goes, Oh shit, Maradona died. You know, she's from Europe, so they actually from, care about soccer. That's like a celebrity to her. Yeah, soccer's big over there. Yeah, it's like, you know, if uh, Troy Aikman died, I'd be like, ah, shit, that's too bad. Um, So she goes, oh, Maradona died. I was like, really? How old was I? I had no concept. I didn't realize he was an older guy. I thought he was in the league, like, not that long ago. Well, like, two Um, months prior to his death, he was in a... Uh, like a luxury suite at a game ripping lines of coke and like screaming at everyone. Yeah, I've, I've heard. So that's where, where we're leading to is I guess he lived a pretty hard life. Oh, yeah. You know, it's like if Artie Lang makes it to 70, you'd be like, holy sh... All right, he, uh, you know, <laughs> enough's enough. He's living like he's dead now anyway. <laughs> right. <laughs> I haven't heard of him in a while. So I guess that's what led Alba to say, but I didn't know any of that. And Alba goes, uh, oh, he was 61. That's... But well, like longer than I would, and I, my, my reaction was like, "What?" And then I looked over at my mom, who's like fifty-eight years old, and I go, "You know, yeah, you're right. Actually, that is a long. He lived a life, <laughs> and then he died at an appropriate age. Yeah, he died yeah. when you're supposed to. Yeah, no, <laughs> right he was on a, schedule. He was a big-time drug fiend. Ah, uh, that's the way to live, though. Oh yeah, for sure. Go out in a blaze of glory, baby. Oh yeah, exactly. That's the yeah. sad thing. Is like I'll probably live to be hundred and nine. And just every day is more miserable than the last. <laughs> every day is darker and darker. It's like, why would this guy make it? <laughs> <laughs> he eats horribly. <laughs> I think, I think, uh, I mean, if you, if you're living a life of professional soccer and then your post, your post career is just ripping lines of Coke, hanging yeah. out with broads. It's a pretty good run. Yeah. You did it, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, um, yeah, the other thing I want at my uh, funeral, the Al- Alba refuses to oblige this. So I need the, I need the people to know. Make, make sure this happens. Come to my funeral, gearheads, and make sure that this goes down. I have uh, requested that the warthog dress up as Elton John and sing <laughs> Don't Let the Sun Go Down on Me as I'm lowered into the ground. And he has to I think learn- that would be a lot of fun for people. Yeah, he has to learn the song on piano as best he can in two weeks. Yeah, and he's, then- very, he's a very talented guy. And just live with it. Yeah. <laughs> However, it will be, shall be. My fa- the other thing I said I wanted to do is have the warthog. Uh, the warthog's in- integral in all the big moments of my life. <laughs> yeah. I was playing characters. Was and he I was said, on the radio station with you? Huh? Was he on the radio show with you? No. Oh, uh, well, he was on Dirty Mike and the Boys. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's what. Yeah, I was yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he was the worst. Part, part of the gang. <laughs> he was the worst. Every day, every day we would uh, like, or every week. We would talk about the show. Like when we weren't in the studio, it'd be like, oh, we could talk about this. He'd, he'd get all jazzed up for the show. Mm-hmm. And he was like the producer. He technically ran the board and everything. He should replace me. And then, well, well, this is why I won't. Because <laughs> like during the show, 
I would ask him something that he brought up to me. Like he, he would bring a topic to me during the week and be like, I really want to talk about this. So in the middle of the show, I'd ask him something about that topic to clarify. Yeah. And he'd go, uh, well, I don't know. <laughs> oh, he, did. he didn't read up on it yeah, at all. I don't know. <laughs> I'd be like, what? Jeez, why am I? <laughs> Sorry to bother you. He'd be doing crossword puzzles during the fucking show. <laughs> you know, they yeah. had a lot to work with. If you think Craig is bad, he's the best I've got. I'm all right, guys. Come on. Leave me alone. I'm giving him a hard time. Uh, Kirk 5K wants to know if Warthog's going to be your best man. Uh, Yeah, so it would be between him and uh, my buddy Tom that I went to high school with. And I think Tom would be much more equ- like The Warthog is probably my best friend. Like, I, yeah. I talk to him the most of anyone and all that. But uh, he, he's not one of the great speakers of all time you can cater the wedding <laughs> yes <laughs> oh it'll be a bloodbath <laughs> the other thing I, i've said i wanted and i think albert thinks i'm serious so i really play it up now like i really kind of demand i'm like put, no i'm putting my foot down i want this uh, i've said i want the warthog to dress as a meatloaf and perform <laughs> like like before we come out he performs the song bad out of hell in its entirety Oh, which yeah. is like a nine minute long song. <laughs> and the reason I want that is because he's in no way a talented performer. And I like the idea of a song that long because people would be like, ah, this is funny, I guess. Like, I, they wouldn't really know what's going on. Is this supposed to be a joke? And then like a couple minutes into the song, they'd be like, oh, he's really doing the whole song. Yeah. And then you kind of start, eventually they'd start talking to the people at their table. And then like four minutes in, they're like, this is still fucking going. Yeah. You could have them do uh, even Bohemian Rhapsody. Because the begin- <laughs> the I'll do a medley. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he has to show off his his uh, his, his like, range. Yeah, his yeah. piano playing and then his rock skills and all that. <laughs> Plus, the beginning is nice and somber, so when it kicks in, they're gonna be like, "Oh yeah, no, he's going for the whole, the whole, <laughs> whole show here." Nine minutes he's gonna do? I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, just give him the Pink Floyd catalog and say, "Pick one." People slowly <laughs> get up and leave. Oh my god! I guess we don't have to do this first dance now. That's nice. Bad, I, I assume the Albanians are pretty religious, so the bat out of hell will also insult all of them. <laughs> yeah. uh, her side of the family is not particularly religious, which is nice. Yeah. Well, don't forget they're all—I uh, don't know about all, but this particular family, anyways, Muslim. Mm. Yeah. So hopefully they're not too religious. So yeah, they're gonna just be. Who upset. knows what kind of traditions we'll have? They'll just be upset to the fact that you guys lived with each other before the wedding, right? <laughs> It'll yeah. set them off right there. <laughs> <laughs> Separate rooms, I hope. We can only hope. <laughs> I. Uh, so I did my first bit of promotion, ever. Like I get well, not. I mean, I guess technically, right? This is the first time I was a guest on a show. Where like they don't know me. Does that make sense? Yeah, I still haven't got through the whole thing. Well, that is... <laughs> that's very hurtful. No, 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 no not, not for those. <laughs> that sounded way worse than I meant. <laughs> I mean, every time I go to like listen to it, something's coming up with like my kid fucking hit her head off the floor. <laughs> like an hour and a half because she was mostly scared. And I'm like, I'm Everyone's dying to- over there, huh? My house is a mess right now. <laughs> it's a shame. Yeah. Send Craig your condolences. Craig VGS on Twitter. Yeah, send all the Oconis, uh, you know, some love. Yeah, good riddance. <laughs> no family deserves it more. Am I right, folks? That's true. <laughs> so, uh, well, can you trade places with your fucking grandson, please? <laughs> <laughs> I hate his guts. <laughs> Let's get her on the show. Let's have her fill in when you're uh, on vacation. Yeah, she'll fucking oof. Uh, she'll get some. She'll say some interesting shit. Oh really? One of those a fun a fun old lady. You She's know? One of, yeah, not I'll, up with the times. Yeah, like her okay. her and her siblings are you know past that age when they're like, what's what's wrong with saying this? <laughs> yeah, okay, that's a fine. A lot. <laughs> like her brother was in World War Two. Uh, yeah. He he if he spoke publicly once he'd be canceled before his speech ended. Oh, they <laughs> love me then. I'm like, yeah. What is wrong with saying that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Finally, someone would listen to my fucking rantings. Oh, yeah. Like, this yeah. guy's good. <laughs> we got to also figure out why Craig's Italian. I look at him and he looks like an Irish asshole. But... <laughs> You're Italian? Oh, oh, so yeah. am I. I know. Two pale Italians on this program. Cup, couple guineas over here. 
No, I did. Um, I made- but yeah, so I did. Uh, it was weird being like a guest, I guess. So I tried to get book uh, Anthony Kumi on the show, and I reached out to his booking person. Mm. And uh, he was like, yeah, well, he's like, we can see. He's like, if you know, if it'll be harder, if Anthony doesn't know who the fuck you are, it'll be harder to book him, basically. He's like, so we can get you on a few shows on like his network if you'd be down to do that. And I was like, yeah, I'm sure the racists over there will love my show. So, <laughs> so no, but I, you know, I, I, I don't give a fuck about that. So uh, I was like, yeah, why not? And they were like, we'll put you on with uh, Aaron Berg and Gino Bisconti, two comedians who I, uh, and uh, I'm aware of. I don't know a ton about their uh, show or career, really. I've seen Aaron Berg on a few shows. Yeah. And I know, I think, didn't Gino Bisconti used to, like, co-host Artie Lang's podcast with him or something? He did something. I'm more familiar with Aaron Berg than I was Gino. Yeah. I got to the point, though, when you did bring that up in the interview. <laughs> Where I brought up what? Artie Lang? No, why you were on their show. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was so fucking funny. I was like, I, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> they got so fucking pissed off at that guy. Like, is this what we are now? <laughs> yeah. So so what happened is um, I'm waiting on the show. And I don't like the day of I didn't get a link or anything. So I was like, oh, are they, maybe they just decided not to do it, <laughs> which I was kind of hoping because oh, well, we'll get to that in a second. But. Uh, so I'm waiting around and then finally they send me a link and I'm like, okay. And then I'm waiting in the room and, uh, they don't really address me at all. I thought like I would talk to a producer or something first, but you just hop in there. So I'm like, all right. I I had no idea. Um, I don't know a lot of what their show's about. So I didn't know what they'd be talking about or anything. And, uh, (laughs) they bring me on and Gino Bisconti says, uh, so we've got Mike Geary, who is uh, an ab. He, he's created an ab regiment. That, and I would have thought they were fucking with me. Yeah, but I have I, I've Googled my name before, and yeah. that's the first thing that comes up. Is this guy like seven minute abs or something? Really? And they literally start talking about fucking the something about Mary seven minute bit, abs bit, and they're like, "No, this guy actually." Did created something that beats seven minute abs, and I was like, "That's who you think you're having it." You said yes to that. <laughs> Why would you want this? You were gonna have him on. It's weird that you said yes to me, but you're gonna have the six minute abs guy on. And you, know um, you can tell that Gino is an ultimate professional too, because he had about fifteen pages of research on the wrong Mike Geary. Yeah, <laughs> he had this packet. He was like, "Well, this is all useless." I should have just gone with it. I'm a horrible improver, and and I was more. Like, oh, oh, they're joking with me. Like, they're fucking around. Mm. And I was like, yeah, you know, I'm not that guy, right? Like, <laughs> blind Mike, I have a, a Patreon. And they're like, oh, okay. We did not know that. <laughs> and then they thought you were a comic. <laughs> yeah. That, so then they started asking me, like, what's it like to do stand up? And I'm like, well, I mean, not great. <laughs> 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 it wasn't fun. <laughs> How do you know about that? <laughs> yeah, they were asking. I think they started asking me about like open mics and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I didn't do that. Open mics. They're fun. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I started off in front of 1200 people in a drive in. Yeah. They did. That's normal, you. right? <laughs> they didn't care for it. <laughs> no, no. They were like, yeah, there's actually three people there. You were in a phone booth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it was, it was weird because it was another, yet another sign in my life where I'm like, why am I, I have nothing to say. Like, I don't have any fucking, there's nothing interesting about me that I would be on this show for. You know what I mean? I think that's why I was in a, a funk at the end of the week. If you listen to the, uh, the other shows on the Patreon, yeah, I've been in more of a funk than I have been in a while recently. And, uh, I think that was part of it. I was like, what the fuck are you doing, man? Quit. Just give up on this stupid fucking podcast thing. Hanging with Blind Mike, episode two, coming soon. (laughs) Yeah. Well, this week I was thinking, actually, I thought it would be very fitting. Yeah. If Matt's around, tell him we're doing it this week. Yeah, maybe tomorrow. Yeah. That'll be be much needed. My, My extra therapy session. Yeah, because there was there was a I saw one or one or two parts of that interview because this is your your setup. A lot of times if you're talking, it cancels out when people are speaking to you. I've noticed. And I'm Meaning always, what? 
So like if you're talking and I'm like going to interject, if I start speaking, you won't hear it. I can't hear you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And I saw that happen a couple times during the interview on In Hot Water. Yeah. They said like, what is he deaf to? And I went, oh no. (laughs) Yeah, there was something where they said, ah, another pregnant pause. And I didn't know what they were. I was like, okay. Yeah, I I couldn't follow half the, because like I said too, they're like two spazzes in a good way. Like they're just like all over the place. And I'm like, I don't even, I can't even follow this and I can hear the whole thing. Yeah. It was very, it was all very confusing. I would say it was not a home run. If you want to go watch it, spend uh 43 confound <laughs> media six month package. No, I, I, I enjoyed it. They seemed very nice. And the guy that booked me like laughed about it. He's like, ah, shit, my bad. Uh, <laughs> so everyone, everyone was cool about it. Whoops. <laughs> yeah. I just thought it was funny, but I don't, I don't know what my, like, I would much rather they just brought me into whatever conversation they were having. Cause I get very uncomfortable. Like, so tell us about this. I'm like, oh, I shouldn't be podcasting. I'm such an uninteresting cunt, you know, <laughs> just have like one of those, uh, let's just talk about whatever video you're about to play. And then <laughs> there was a lot of penises involved. I saw yeah. that. <laughs> <sighs> so yeah. So they, uh, they're protesting Michael Che, huh? Yeah, I thought um, um, people are such hypocrites on, on the. That right. wasn't a real thing, right? That there no, did anyone actually even show up to that? Uh, from what I can tell, it's on Fox. It got published on Fox News, and it seems pretty legit. Well, then that's then it's definitely real. There's yeah. no way they would lie about something, but it's just fucking everyone's so so hateable now. Like the the Republicans are just as fucking phony. Oh Let's yeah, cancel Michael Shea. It for sure. It's always it's always the the far left and the far right. They're 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 arguing with each other and they're the same fucking person. They're that Spider Man meme when they're just pointing at each other. Yeah, you know. know Well, that's nothing really happened. We talked about the KFC thing the other day. Nothing really happened with him, right? No, he's. It was just an internet thing for a day. For a day, but that's the part that almost annoys me more because, um, excuse me. Jesus Christ. Um, it was like Barstool fans that were fucking with him. Yeah, I think I think he thought they were serious, and it turns out they were just exactly like you said, just fucking with him. <laughs> yeah, like the guy he <laughs> the guy he interviewed. Yeah. Um yeah, and then Chris Harrison was appraised also. So you had a they they had a good week, the uh the cancel culture warriors. Is Chris Harrison done? Did he like step away for good? Yes, thank God. Oh wow. They He's won. been stopped. The madman has been stopped. They I just owe, as I predicted, by the way. People I said I was five, crazy. I owe you five bucks. He, uh, yeah, he was. I guess whoever does, whoever fills in for him. I guess he's been out a few times over the years. Yeah, and there's a regular fill-in guy. I guess we won't just, know for sure until the next season, right? Uh, until it starts, we won't know for sure until the next season starts. Well, no, they said the the uh, the wrap. I guess they have a season wrap-up show or whatever. Yeah, Chris Harrison's out. Wow, I thought Thank they God, filmed. He's been, dealt, he's been dealt with. Wow, fuck that! I is, feel like it's not far. I, I I don't think it's far enough. These guys, the way these guys are handled. That is. I want death. Death for him. Yeah. For which which guy? All three. I think anyone that slips up should be dragged out. Like we should drag Michael Che into Times Square. Mm-hmm. Now there's a type of death that would get me canceled, so I'll save that for someone else. <laughs> beat him with should we have uh I think we should have Kevin Nealon and Colin Quinn just beat him with shovels. Oh yeah, for sure. Any of the other weekend update guys can join in. Norm, Chevy Chase, <laughs> Tina Fey. Yeah, what's his face? Norm McDonald like, yeah, geez. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I got a spade shovel here. Uh. <laughs> Listen, if you don't have a if you don't have a payoff, don't do the impression. Don't just do Norm to do, with no that, line prepared. That, that was Norm to a T. <laughs> that would be his joke, and it would make the whole theater laugh. Yeah, we could hang KFC in front of his kids. That's true, and that's a tough one because I like like Kevin has always been very good to me. Yeah, but I feel like by our standard, he fucked up more than once. So we we hang him in front of his family. Mm-hmm. That'll be fun. Yeah, and then Chris Harrison, we just shove roses down his throat, thorn first. Hope he <laughs> chokes on them. It goes in easy, like a fish hook, and then you pull it, and that's where the damage comes from. Yes, that's perfect. Yeah, scrape out his insides. We want these people to suffer before, because otherwise, who gives a fuck? You know? Yeah. 
I've always yeah. thought that about the death penalty where it's like, you know, painless, a lethal injection or something like that. No, no, no. Not for these people. No, shoot them in the kneecap. Let them Make sit them there. Because otherwise we're, ne- we're really not getting our lesson across, it seems. You no. know, people keep making, human beings keep making mistakes. So I feel like we need to send a, a harsher message. Fucking kill them. Kill them all. They all deserve death. They do. I don't, I don't see why they should be breathing when they said something by accident. Who's the other? Who's the other broad that uh got in trouble that we were talking about the other day? Uh, I don't know much on that story. It's some, not Reem. Neither do I. Uh, Can we kill I, her? She's a woman of color. I don't know if that works. Um, that nah, fucking kill her. She slipped up. Yeah, fuck, fuck. We you gotta, that's what we're gonna be thorough about this. You're going straight to hell, bitch. She's toast. <laughs> Hope you enjoy watching Chris Harrison get raped by the devil, because that's right where you're going. He's fucked. Yeah. Here's a weekend <laughs> update for you, Michael Che. You're moving in between Hitler and Bin Laden. That's yeah. where you belong. Get stabbed to death. Yeah. Bring some sunblock, folks. <laughs> Getting thrown in a fire. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be, hey, it'll only feel like an eternity. Yeah, it's not. It's not. It's only 10 minutes. 10 minutes down there apparently feels like 25 years from what I hear from the television shows I watch. So that's it. We had, uh, I, have my, I have my Braille notes this week. It's very exciting for me. Mm. Now, the, it is filled with nothingness. I had nothing to talk about, but, <laughs> but I do have the notes. Not much did happen this week. Oh, it's been a boring as shit week. Maybe that's why I'm so miserable, too. I have nothing to talk about other than myself, and I'm like, oh, ugh. Who wants to think about that? People do like when you talk about yourself, though. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. No, they do. I actually do see the positive feedback on that. They enjoyed... Uh, I was surprised they seemed to like the uh, Urkel thing we did the other day. Yeah, that's <laughs> some good comments. That surprised the shit out of me. I was like, we can't be enjoying this, right, everybody? And they're like, I no. thought it stunk. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I but maybe that's the point. Maybe those are the better episodes. Yeah, they're just enjoying the watching of old television shows. We got a real, uh, we got a good, I think we got a good tip. I think we might have a good one. Uh, Someone messaged me that this might work for TV. He he wasn't very confident. Usually, that's what I find when uh, people just reach out, random people reach out to you on Twitter. The confident ones are almost never good. Mm. If it's someone like, this is going to blow your tits off. Right. It always stinks. And if someone's like, yeah, I don't know if this is going to work. It's usually pretty good. I, be- I believe in, I mean, maybe I'm biased, but I believe in unconfident man more than a confident man. Yeah. But uh, he sent, um, you took the D.A.R.E. program, right? I have taken. When we were, when we were in like elementary school? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if this was universal. I don't know if it was made for that or what, or if this was on TV or what the fuck. But uh, I remember a couple years in a row, we watched, I forget the name of it now, Cartoon... Something, but call uh, cartoon all stars or something like that. But it's uh, it's like Bugs Bunny, um, <laughs> Superman, <laughs> like a bunch, a bunch of a mishmash of cartoon worlds <laughs> mixed together, and they come together to tell you not to do drugs. I listened to them. I'm like, okay, bugs. I'll just eat carrots. I never, I never did drugs because I was always afraid to face my parents at dinner time. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Dare didn't do much, but the fact that my dad, he would just know if he looked at me. Yeah, it worked <laughs> enough. Like I never, I was always afraid of uh, acid and coke, and I don't know if that's because of Dare, but for some reason, I looked at those as like, oh, you can't. That's very scary. Yeah, I never, I've never even thought of doing either of those. Uh, yeah. Matt's done every drug under the fucking sun. And every yeah. time he tells me about it, I'm like, you know, like Coke will kill you, right? A guy your size, your heart will explode in about four seconds, guy. That's why well, I that, maybe that's what he's hoping for. Like, is, you know, people will remember his podcasting career that way. That's true. He, no he one knows him now, but they'll be, oh, the genius we lost. <laughs> he does. He does always prefer to just be dead. He does say that. <laughs> we lost such a great man. Look, listen to this. Listen to his Alex Jones impression. Very good Alex Jones impression this past week from him. Yes, we'll have to do dueling Alex Jones one day. That'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, him and his son. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh there's, there was some comedy news. I guess we could get to. 
Mm. Um, there were a few things. Cal, I mean, Brian Callen's making the rounds. Um, well, the, the bonfire is back. Did you see that? Yes, that's the other thing. I have that. I don't have sound or anything, but yeah, it is back. I wrote it down. So for anyone that doesn't know, uh, the bonfire was a radio show hosted by Big J Okerson and Dan Soder. And Sirius XM has been doing this weird thing with contracts now. I don't know if it's just so they can pay Stern, but they lowball the shit out of everyone. Like, they've lost Barstool. They lost uh, Jason Ellis. Um, you know, so they're losing people. And I, I don't know a lot about Jason Ellis, but he, but he has an audience. He's been there forever, too. Yeah, so they're losing people like with audiences. And then they almost lost the bonfire. And then they reached some deal after like a month and a half. I don't understand Sirius XM's business model, really. Like, uh, they're not paying any of these guys. Are they releasing the bonfire as a podcast now? I heard that rumor. Uh, I heard, so it's Monday. So what I heard was it's Monday through Thursday right after Bennington, which is yeah. awesome because that channel is going to actually benefit them. Yeah. Those kind of people like Jim and Sam Jim, and Bennington. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, and then them, which is a great lead in. So it's Monday through Thursday. It's two hours, five to seven, I think. And then I think they're going to do an hour of each show as a podcast. An hour of each show? So for yeah. the podcast will be four days a week too, but half the show? That's what that's what I got from reading it. I don't know if that's actually what's going to happen. I guess it was up in the air still. So, so I think they're just going to start doing podcasting. That's what, it seems like whenever everyone's contract is up, they lowball them and say, but you can do a podcast here. Well, I hope that they can do the show they get like a good chunk of change for doing the show, but can they own like the advertising on the podcast or something? I'm make- sure. I bet they don't. Probably. If they're getting paid by Sirius, I bet they don't. Yeah. Or at least get a good, a good percentage of it. That makes yeah. it worth it. You know? Um, fucking uh, Brian. Ka- you have the Brian Callen sound. I do. Uh, let's play it. I guess I don't really give a shit about it, but <laughs> <laughs> I've talked about this asshole enough, but let's play it. He was on the Brian Callen was on Theo Vaughn's podcast uh, defending himself the other day. He's the opposite of uh, Delia. Really you know, is. and before we go, yeah, I, like I was a little bit nervous about having you on just because I know you kind of been through a lot over the past year. Has it been tough to like, um, has it been, what's it been like for you, man? Terrible. Has it been? Yeah. The worst. Yeah. Because you can't fight back. There's nothing you can do just the way it is. And like, you know, it's very interesting because you get ready for whatever come what may in life. Right. And then something comes along that you don't even know how to fight against. How the fuck do you fight something like that? How do you do How do, how in the world do you, when you never in a million years thought something like that would happen in a million years, cause you've tried to live your life the best, you know, right. helping everybody. And I don't know, I can just only, I, I'm not, a, I'm not spiritual enough. But you got to just kind of figure out how to pivot. But it's real, and it's got lasting consequences, and it's it's true destruction. But the question is, who are you in destruction? Who are you when chaos hits? Who are you right, when? Well, that's <laughs> he does take himself a little seriously. <laughs> he gets further into it in a second, but I do I do enjoy that he's like he's speaking on that subject in a way that no one else does. I thought, which is pretty direct. Yeah, he's going at them. Like, he, he is genuinely defending himself. And every time he talks about it, he's like, well, first of all, it's just not true. Yeah. And the only the only legal action, I know Theo Vaughn asks him a couple of times, like, uh, is there, you know, a court case or anything like that? And he says, no, but it's not technically true because the, the only legal action going on is he's suing the husband yeah. of the woman accusing him. Right. Which Because I, Guy has see. come out and said that these things are true. And Callan's been like, fuck you. No, they're not. Then he sued him, which I've never seen before. Which I enjoy that highly. I, I enjoy well, that if he if he didn't do it. Well, he wouldn't. If he knew deep down that this would come out and not, you know, on his side, he wouldn't file. Yeah, but I, what I always think of is uh, the one that comes right to mind is Roger Clemens, where it's obviously a different situation. But the way Clemens went after those allegations, where he clearly did it. Mm. I mean, you know, for legal reasons, of course. I, I have no idea, but Alleged. it seems like he clearly did it, but he really fought hard, too. So then it's like, well, that's what everyone tells you to do. They tell, well, if you're not guilty, you should fight. But he did that, and still no one believed him. And I, to this day, don't really. So I don't believe a word that comes out of Roger Clemens' mouth. 
Ever. Well, that's my point. So that's not always you can't just say like, oh, Brian Callen's fighting back. So he must not have done it. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. That, that's where I have some gray area because I remember the first time I heard her story that Kathleen Tigerman, the main woman that accused Brian Callen, because mm-hmm. um, the other accusations were like, you know, we had a we had an awkward date. <laughs> so those I didn't really pay any attention to. Yeah, but uh, the Kathleen Tigerman Tigerman one I listened to and was like, oh well, that she lists a couple of things where it's like, well, you wouldn't just make that up. You know right. what I mean? Like your mind wouldn't think to make up such an obscure comment. Like one of the things he said to her, it's like if you were making this up out of thin air, you wouldn't really make that up. What I think probably happened is it's a situation that they both looked at differently. You know what I mean? Like he looked at it as uh, they were, he got the green light to start making out with her or whatever he wanted to do. And she didn't feel that way. And the more she's dwelled on it after 15, 20 years, whatever it's been, uh, the more, the more she's, you know, thought of that more and more differently. Whereas Callan's like, I didn't fucking do anything. And I would, with that one, I think it kind of lies somewhere in the middle where maybe he was a little aggressive, but probably didn't deserve to have his life ruined. Oh, for sure. I was listening to um, uh, the Bill Burt podcast. Mm-hmm. They had uh, Joe DeRosa on the last two weeks. Okay. And uh, Burr was saying, he's like, I just really hope in in the 10 years, they look back and they're like, we canceled people for having bad dates. And just <laughs> right. and fuck on from that shit. Yeah, I th- I thought the Aziz thing uh, does. I don't think Aziz gets enough credit for the way he handled it. Because I thought his special, his last special, was actually excellent. I haven't seen uh, it. And Aziz is a guy that, like, I liked his comedy when I was in high school and then kind of grew out of it at a certain point. Mm-hmm. So if it wasn't for that scandal, I might have not even watched his new special. I, I like Master None a lot. I thought that was great. But as far as stand up, I kind of lost interest in him. Um, but then when I want, so I watched it because I heard he addressed it. And he comes out and he gives this. Like in the first five minutes, he gives this long, weird apology. Right. Like, you know, kind of like if I, I apologize for anything that might have been taken the wrong way, that sort of thing. And I was like, that's a really weird way to do it. And how do you do that at the beginning and then recover? And then I thought the next like 45 minutes (laughs) were him walking through all those situations and basically telling you how they can get taken out of context. So he gave them the apology and then said, here's why you were wrong for the way I was treated without even acknowledging his situation, which I thought was an interesting way to do it. Here's a whole special on this situation. Yeah, right. <laughs> Let's uh, hear he, what uh, Brian Callen continues to say. Real quick. is he's, He was the one that was uh, charged with fish hooking girls' mouths with his finger, right? Yeah. That, that, and that's... He, he, wow, come on. That was the extent of it. And it was like... She she got undressed and gave him a blowjob and then afterwards thought I didn't really want to do that. See, that's, that's the a- shit that I I don't understand. Like if you say yes, a guy's horny mind is gonna be like, oh fucking awesome. He's not gonna he's not gonna be like, I wonder how she truly feels. She said well, yes. Well that's what that's what Louis did. Well, that's what Louis said in his spot where he's like, just ask, are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> and then just don't do it. Yeah. Yeah, which is I, I think that's where maybe we're headed. That's one that I think will shift. Where I was saying, like, I don't think we'll shift back the other way. I think that that ship has sailed. Mm-hmm. Um, with sexuality, I think we're shifting back the other way. To you know, fifty years ago, we were a lot more conservative, right. and you couldn't talk about sex, and it was you know looked down at to have sex before marriage and all that type of shit at a certain point. Yeah. Um, I think that would, we might be moving closer towards See, where we will be a lot more closed off and, and conservative sexually. For sure. That I believe. I, I, that's a great point. I didn't yeah. thought about it like that, but that's exactly what it is. Go back to the fifties and basically give a scarlet letter to someone who says the word sex out loud in public. Yeah. And yeah. I think, I don't think it would be crazy to think that someday we'll move back towards religion only because I've started to see people, um, there are some younger people that are kind of like talking about religion again 
And it's being acknowledged that, you know, there are people that are religious that don't, you know, automatically hate gay people and don't listen to the Bible to the letter of the fucking law. They just use it as a, a guideline of morals. Yeah. Um, I think that might swing back the other way, too, where you start seeing people getting back into religion because we've gone so far in, like, fuck you if you're religious direction. <laughs> Catholicism's getting thrown out the window, though. They'll bring religion back, but not that one. Yeah, it'll be different. We'll uh, have Scientology. We'll be one of the leaders. That'll be fun. Yeah, rainbow, uh, rainbow fucking dresses for the priests and stuff. Just sure. all inclusive. Yeah, yeah, well, yes, it'll be all inclusive religion. That'll be nice. Yeah, everyone, everyone's gonna get back into religion though when they're getting in the twilight years. They're like, "Fuck, I, I haven't, you know, really done everything." So hopefully, hopefully I'm sorry, I'm God. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, God. I know I said fuck you a lot, but please take me back. <laughs> All right, let's see what Mister Callan has to say. Everything is taken from you that you've built over thirty years, and um, I don't know, but I'm finding out. You know, at least I'm tough. At least I know who the fuck I am. And, 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 you know, that's the other thing I've talked to people who've been through this. And one of, one of a dear friend of mine said, the, the good news is, you know, who you are and you know what you've done and you sure as fuck know what you haven't done. And that's, what's kept me going. Mm. That's why I keep moving. That's why I'm not quiet about things because I know who I am and I'm a good person and I've done everything I can to try to make the world a better place. And I'll keep doing that. The biggest thing is not letting it take the funny away from you. That's a motherfucker. My uh -huh. biggest accomplishment has been, I, I wrote a whole hour in this insanity and I was funny and I did a good fucking job and I'll keep doing that. You know, that that's, that's been, you know, when you can suffer well, suffer well, wow. suffer with dignity and suffer productively and criticize by creating. He's a motivational Keep speaker criticizing now. by creating. Yeah, I think it's an interesting perspective, though. Yeah, because you don't hear <laughs> you don't hear from those guys a lot. A lot of times when you're accused of that, they just go away. Callan hasn't gone away, really. And it's interesting because if he's not guilty of that, like if, if genuinely, if he's guilty, fuck him, let him rot in jail. Kill him, literally kill him. I don't, I don't care. <laughs> I don't give a fuck what happens to him uh, if he's actually guilty of sexual assault or anything close to that. Um, but if he's not, do we not owe him a fucking apology? <laughs> like, is the, should there not be a moment? Well, that's the amazing thing to me is everyone looks at a situation like Brian Cowan is like, oh, boo-hoo, you lost, you <laughs> lost your career as a comedian. Like, you deserve to just have that. It's like. So you'd feel better if he was a, a a minimum wage worker, then you would feel sympathy for him. I don't understand. He's still yeah. a guy that lost his job just because he was good at it and made money. I don't get why that makes him less sympathetic. The only the only mistake Cowan's made in this whole ordeal is the way he was backing Dalia. <laughs> that was the only thing I always had a problem with. Right. Well, that made him look f idiotic <laughs> because yeah. his thing came out two weeks later. Well, yeah. Plus, it's his best friend, and there was not enough evidence yet to like. Oh no, no, they never, they've never hung out. Well, that's that's my whole point. Yeah, they never, they've never. Who, who? I never met the man. It was literally a special about him crashing a Delia set. No, no, no. such good buddies. They've never seen each other. <laughs> then outside, it was in Arizona too, and he's like, "I Chris, Chris Delia is that? I, I don't. I'm not. I don't know the man. Go look at my Instagram. You'll find nothing. <laughs> right? Wouldn't I have many pictures with him on Instagram if we were friends? Wouldn't wouldn't I? Oh, by the way, uh, how about this? There's a priest in the in the chat right now. I find that hard to believe. He seemed he used the word clerical, and I believe. Him oh now. well, then. <laughs> then hey, he passes the test. It must be. Hey, Father, how about you call that number and we can uh, get to the bottom of this? What does he What does he say? He said, "Hey, Mike, I'm a priest. Uh, safe bet, I'm your only clerical listener." I don't think that's the phrasing of a liar. Maybe not. What's your resume like? How many kids you touched? Huh? <laughs> huh, Buster? Only four? You're a level one priest? No, I'm kidding. I'm <laughs> sure you're a good man. I'm sure you're one of the good ones. Call in. Let us know. You don't yeah. have to tell us where. What's, what what's do I need to talk to him for? I want, Are I you want, lying? I want to I want to grill him. Interrogate like, this guy? What do you know? <laughs> what do you know on Father Gillespie in North Reading, Massachusetts? I heard some <laughs> things about him. Uh, people are freaking out over Bitcoin crashing too. People are getting very nervous this morning. Did it crash? Oh yeah, down to uh, forty three before we started recording this. So that's what almost twenty grand. What do you mean? 
Wasn't it up to like 58? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. So 15 grand. Well, technically. I mean, yeah. that's da- it's it's been in the 40s for about a week now. But it's interesting because uh, people freak out. And maybe it's not. I follow a bunch of that shit now, so maybe I'm just seeing it more than the average person. Yeah. But uh, it's interesting to see people like, oh, it's over. Pack it up. Bitcoin's done because it's at what a month ago was an all-time high. Yeah. Like 43,000 was at the all-time high a couple months ago. And now people are fr- like celebrating because, ah, see, I told you, it's all done. It's not real. Hey, uh, 860. Yeah, what's up? Hello, sir. Is this the priest? I, this is, this is, uh, yeah, it is. Yo, father, what's going on? See, I don't believe him. I don't yeah, think a priest would start with a yo. I immediately don't believe him. <laughs> I, swear, I swear. So my... Uh, That's a pretty big statement, YouTube, you know, right? for you. What's that? There's that risk of, of doxing my... I'm not a Catholic priest, so I'm, a, I'm an Episcopal priest. Poser. Okay. What so, are, why are you taunting this man? Let him speak. Jesus. <laughs> Sorry, sir. Go ahead. Uh, if you read a service, it would sound like a Catholic service. But we have we have female priests who are like, I can do gay weddings. Um, or like we have gay priests. So are like, there are there young people coming in now? Sir, um, father, have you noticed a bump? Yeah, it's a little bit different. Yeah. Um the church I work at is a little bit different. It depends where you are, I guess. Different churches are either like shrinking in either like inner city churches or like rural churches. And then there are like suburban churches that are growing and have a lot of families. Um, it's really hard to gauge right now with the pandemic, I guess, because there aren't any in-person services. So it's hard to know like who is or is not. I so can you are whatever your religion is? Are you allowed to have sex and all that stuff, even if you're a priest? Oh, I do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the balls on this guy. <laughs> well, I feel like that's how you have to do. It. That's how you weed out the perverts, no? By allowing people to have sex. I mean, I think that, like, I, I think that like perversion, specifically in the Catholic Church. I mean, that happens elsewhere too, but is in some ways a product of that. And I think in some ways it's a product of like, it's such a cloistered life that I think you can find people who have really like deep rooted problems where it's like, that's their way of sort of escaping from the world or like, um, like the torture of who they are. It's by like, why is it, why is it always, why is it always little boys that the priests go after? Dude, Sir, don't, don't mind him. Because <laughs> they're pedophiles. What do you mean, why? <laughs> no, but never girls. It's always boys. Never I don't girls. Know. So it's like double. Uh, it's double. You're having sex and it's gay. <laughs> what the yeah, fuck does that mean? I, I live. So I got to be careful about what I say. Don't uh, say where you are. Don't do that. I don't want to. Yeah. So uh, I have no idea. All I can say, but also that's like obviously one of the more common things that people ever say to me when it's like, oh, I'm I'm not a Catholic priest. But because we call ourselves priests, you know, I get married, all these different things, right? There's a set of assumptions that people have about me. And I'll meet like random people at the bar. I'm like, so what do you do? And I'm a priest. They're like, oh, so like, what about all these fucking little boys? (laughs) I was like, well, like, nice to meet you, man. So you're saying I'm a hack. uh, Kind of. Yeah. (laughs) It's the sort of thing where it can either, like, kill a conversation really fast or people, like, weirdly gain this respect for you that, like, they shouldn't because they don't know anything about you. And so it's always, like, a very awkward conversation when people ask me what I do, obviously. How how old are you? Um, 27. Oh wow. wow! That is a young. I see. I, I'm 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 stunned by this. Yeah. So I can see exactly why people are curious. So I'm like about as young as you could possibly be because I went to uh, I went to undergrad college and then I went to seminary straight from undergrad and graduated in 2019. So you seem like a. Did you like go out in college and all that shit and have just you know a normal college experience and everything? Because I'm for um, whatever reason I would think someone that's a young priest would be like a homeschooled weirdo. You know. Mm. No offense. <laughs> so, uh, so my like my path was, um, and this really is not that interesting. So I guess I feel like it's very interesting. Hey, neither is the rest of the show today. Don't worry about it. <laughs> okay. So, so when 
so when I was in high school, I got really fucked up, right? So I was like, uh, I was, Craig, I think we should, I was class clown. Nice. And um, most school spirit, which just meant that I was the drunkest person at all the <laughs> athletic games. Um, and I had, and I did not grow up religious either. Um, this is fascinating. And I had like a, I had a near death experience. And so just over like maybe five years after that near death experience, just kind of like was making meaning of things. And like, I became spiritual, I would say. And, uh, but I, I didn't have like any, you know, I wouldn't go to a church or anything like that. And I wasn't like Christian. And then, um, I dropped out of college and I was living, I was living in Argentina on a farm and I was kind of like, what the hell do I do with my life? And, uh, I knew like I wanted to go into a helping profession. I thought of becoming a psychologist, uh, thought of a couple of different things in that vein. And then the idea that I ought to be a priest popped in my head and I kind of like listened to it because it was so weird. Yeah. I was like, Jesus, I never thought about that. So then when I came back to the United States, I started going to churches. And in the meantime, where I was was so, so rural in Argentina that like I would walk 45 minutes to the end of our road, catch a bus that came once every two hours. That was a 30 minute ride to another 30 minute walk where I'd go to this internet cafe. And it was like me and a bunch of like sweaty rural Argentinian like teenagers playing Warcraft. <laughs> and I would just search like, what does it mean to like, like, who was Jesus even? Or like, what does it mean to be a Catholic? What does it mean to be a Protestant? I mean, I knew nothing. Right, right. And so uh, I came home and I started going to churches and stuff. And then kind of like put it on the back burner for a while. I didn't know how to, like, I can't just come home and tell like my family, like, hey, I'm religious now. I'm like, I think I might want to be a priest. I mean, like crazy, right? And uh, it's better than telling them you get down. It. Jesus, what is wrong with you today? <laughs> I'm joking. Fucking relax. Sorry. <laughs> um, so I'm like sitting down on a bench of quad. And it's like, you know, the fire and brimstone preachers who like students will scream at them and they scream back to students and, you know, like that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So I'm sitting down on a bench and I'm watching one of these preachers just yelling at kids. And this woman sat down next to me. And so we kind of had to be like, hey, so like, what do you think about like religion? And uh, she ended up being my wife. So she's Jewish. What? You say wife? We just started like, no. <laughs> she convinced me to go to seminary. Yeah, so she's Jewish. Yeah. So, you know. It sounds like a, I, could, I, could, I could go to this guy's church. It sounds like a progressive priest. I never thought I would uh, encounter one of those. Could you help me, sir? I, I assume you've listened to yeah. me a little bit. You think you could set me straight down God's path? I listen, I listen to every... I'm, I'm like one of the, like your, your three or four, you know, core commenters. Wow. <laughs> it's true. What is your name in the comments? Yeah. I, uh, I, I DM'd you the other day because the, uh, the live stream, I missed it. It didn't go up. We had like a little exchange. Ah, wow. This guy is, he's one of the guys that was like, one of the two people that was like, Hey, there's no live stream going on. I was like, I didn't think anyone would notice. So I just <laughs> didn't even bother announcing it. Yeah. Well, thank you, sir. I appreciate you listening. That was an interesting story. I thought. Mm. Call yeah. in any time, brother. All right, all right, man. Thank you. All right, I'll see you. That is, I, I don't. I, maybe that was completely boring to everyone, but I, I thought it, I thought it was pretty interesting. Like fact, I think that's uh, someone around our age getting into religion is is interesting because I think it might start going back that way eventually. Especially, like I said, if we start getting so uh, closed off and weird about sex, people might kind of go down that road again. You know, the fact that he's twenty seven is. The craziest thing he just said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You'd think he, a 27 year old probably hasn't heard the gay bashing that went on during that exchange for some reason. I was making a religious joke. Everyone relax. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Mentions being called. I apologize to any gay listeners. God forbid. <laughs> God forbid this was their first listen. I have a lot of gay family guys. Okay. I was offended. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I don't know. Is there anything else the uh, commenters wanted to get to before we get out of here? Anyone else want to call and just have a conversation with me for 10 minutes? Yeah, call in. Call in right now. Um, <laughs> no, nothing really. Kirk is right. Wants me suspended. <laughs> he should be. That was unbelievable. I was like, Jesus, there's just no. I'm all for edgy humor, but there was just no call for that. 
I thought it was blatantly a joke, so I apologize in advance. <laughs> it's like, Jesus Christ, it was out of nowhere. <laughs> well, I thought it was like, you know, going to tell me it's a priest. I go, hey, at least you're not telling, you know, you, you heard the joke. <laughs> it was, we all heard it. We all heard it. It was good stuff. I'll be on uh, Fox tomorrow. That? I said, I'll be on Fox News tomorrow. Yeah. If I get suspended, yeah, if I get suspended, it'll be the complete opposite, though. Can you believe that they suspended him for that? <laughs> I'm glad in the I'm glad in the clip. I'm like, hey, knock it off. <laughs> hey, you watch it, Buster. <laughs> that way they can't get me for laughing, you know? Yeah, yeah. Especially. I didn't laugh out of humor value more than being offended, but you listen to Legion of Skanks for the stories, not the jokes. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, you're just probably like, wow, I can't believe they went there. all right well i would say this has been in my opinion uh our shittiest episode i've had fun you have yeah well that's all that matters folks have you had fun let let us know people are saying um but yeah i don't know i don't know what the deal is but hopefully i'll be back to i'll be back to full strength by the end of this week i'm going to tonight to a real show so maybe that'll get me back on track you know (laughs) do it with some actual professionals yeah, see what that's all Whip about. Whip me back into shape. Yell at me on, on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I guess unless there's uh, anything else, you or the... Oh, was there something else that you wanted to get to? I forget. Craigslist. I, I forget. We always have Craigslist to fall back on. Oh, I, I just had like uh, 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 Biden speaking horribly. Yeah, so what is that? I, I, you've, you mentioned that, but I, I had not heard the clip because you said it was just a funny thing to listen to. So let me hear it. Uh, all right. Urs, do you need to set it up in any way? I didn't have to, but uh, it got reset. No, no, no. <laughs> it's a it's a turn of phrase in the broadcasting business, meaning do you need to explain this? Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I was half listening. I apologize. Okay. Uh, let's see. Yeah, it was it was basically just uh, Biden at a speech completely losing his shit and not remembering what he was doing. I just thought it was enjoyable. All right. Uh, I think he's getting on a plane. He told me a little last, he came in to see me last event. And representatives, uh, Shirley Jackson Lee, Al Green, Sylvia Garcia, Lizzie Pinelli. I agree if those weren't people. Excuse me. Yeah. Pinell, and uh, what am I doing here? <laughs> I'm going to lose track here. And uh, uh, Mayor Turner, Judge Hidalgo. Uh, thank you all for welcoming. <laughs> that's him. That's him reading his notes and not even being able to comprehend anything that's coming. That was out. it. Yeah. Well, that's not bad. Uh, he just fucked up a name. Yeah. He said losing his shit. Losing his mind is what I meant. I said I did say losing his shit. That was my fault. Misleading. Oh, that wasn't that bad. He's an old <laughs> man. Who gives a fuck? Let him stumble around. That's what we need to get back to. Is let the president make a few faux pas. We make fun of him. Those are the days. Yeah, Remember when Bush said shit wrong, that was fun. <laughs> he was, he was something else. He just couldn't like physically read, but yeah, his mind- nuclear. <laughs> you know what? He, you know how many people fucking made fun of George Bush because he said nuclear, and now most people say nuclear wrong. Like that guy got a. He was called a retard for eight years because <laughs> he didn't know how to say words like uh, nuclear, and now the entire country pronounces it wrong. <laughs> He's um he's like a beloved figure now. Oh, he paints, he rides horses, he's fun. He's, he's the cowboy. reason we're in like 80% of the wars we're in right now, but no, he's a beloved. Eh, who cares? Jimmy Kimmel loves him. Who cares if he's responsible for thousands and thousands of deaths? Yeah. Trump tweeted some things. He's the he's the he's the problem. He kept us out of wars and signed peace treaties in the Middle East, but what a dick. Yeah. I'm I'm devolving into <laughs> into madness. I apologize, folks. Uh, listen, we'll be back this week. We'll do uh, hanging with Blind Mike. Uh, we'll have some other fun stuff for you as well. I think so. Uh, if you made it through this and didn't kill yourself, then go to uh, Patreon.com/slash/BlindMike, and you can also uh, hop over to Teespring.com/slash/BlindMike and get yourself uh, a shirt or a hoodie or a mask. We may be done with this pandemic soon. Yeah, and uh, listen to a very good show wherever you get podcasts. Yeah, at Craig VGS. Listen to him and the boys. I guess I'll be on there uh, this week. When does that come out? That, if we're recording Tuesday, it'll be late Tuesday night, early Wednesday morning. Get- so look out for that. Very good show. Look out and for that uh, we'll see. We're, uh, we'll talk to you next time on The Blind Mike Project.
And I think to myself Wow, what a beautiful world 